0: welcome to paw nation ladies and gentlemen it's your boy crow and of course March and we're it's just gonna be the duo tonight the original duo we don't have the captain with us tonight he's no. got some stuff to do but you know what? We're still here. <laughs> We're still going. Cap, whatever you got to do, I hope you get it done.
1: Uh, Well, it's kind of funny. This is a throwback episode, but this is those back-to-back weeks for me running this like a radio show with just two hosts now. You guys can't sit in a room together anymore. Like, what's going on? You're trading (laughs) off left and right here. Oh my goodness! But you know what? For the Ah, fans,
0: busy holidays coming up. We got you know a lot of stuff going on. You know, come
1: on. Oh well, yes, it is Thanksgiving weekend, and this is a Thanksgiving special. So we're gonna just jump around our own thoughts here. Typically, we have our straight sports talk that comes out every week on a Tuesday, sometimes Wednesday night, and then we also have our. Puck nation show hockey show that comes out on Fridays but this week since the holidays are all up we're gonna try and bundle as much as we can in one show we're gonna see where it goes we're not gonna have a time limit on it we'll we'll see uh, if it ends early it ends late we're gonna have fun we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna walk through this so where do you want to start us off with crow where where are we going in the world of sports today we can go football hockey basketball I mean basketball just want to say Golden State Warriors are about to kill the Lakers. About to kill
0: them, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> they they have a the Golden soldi- State Warriors are right now just on a mission to try to beat the uh, what's Lakers. Was it the ninety six ninety seven? Oh, I forgot. Jordan's 72-10 yeah.
1: team. Yes. Well, they're going for the that, and then they're also going for the record for 16-0. and 16-0, which is... That's insane. It's, in,
0: it's unheard of right now in the NBA.
1: We have two teams going for it all. We got the 16-0, and and we got the 0-16 76ers. How the... Just
0: collecting their draft picks. Every they, year. They, they what are they it. doing they, over there? Like They're just it. saying if you tank every... Philadelphia's like, well, if we tank every year, we'll just get a really good player. That's been panning out very well
1: for them recently since they haven't even got the first-round pick. And
0: then when they get their first-round pick, they're injured.
1: (laughs) So So suck it, Philly. Yeah, Yeah, we're not. Well, we love Philly as a state, although as – New York
0: fans. Well, I mean, Philly is not a state. Steve. Well, like, a <laughs> city
1: in Pennsylvania. I am sorry. Well, we got Philly, and then you got Pittsburgh over there. Pick which. Which is the biggest city over there? Which is the the city over there? Is it Pittsburgh or is it Philly? Well, if
0: you're talking about sports town, I'd probably rather be in Pittsburgh. At least you have the winning teams and like the Steelers and the <laughs> Pirates. <laughs> Philadelphia. Have you seen the numbers for Philadelphia? Well, is it like over for, for November? Over. It's true. Look at the. All right, we're gonna transition here to Philadelphia Eagles. Chip Kelly,
1: now there's reports, Adam Schefter is reporting, that Chip Kelly might not even be there next year because he is disgruntled, quote-unquote, with the uh, front office. The front office is pissed at him. I mean, how do you get complete autonomy of a team and just blow it up? He literally literally traded away... It's
0: because he's trying... Well, I see from his perspective, he was just trying to make his team... It could have taken a year or two if you think of it that way. But people want results. I have gripes
1: here. DeMarco Murray doesn't fit in his system. He's not that kind of runner. So you know... He's Grant- had
0: flashes, but he's, no, he's not his type of player.
1: He's a one-cut back. He's not like a, a move-and-groove kind of guy. And you got also... You traded Nick Foles away and draft Picks. For Samuel L. Bradford, I don't know if it's Samuel name. L. Bradford. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely not a Samuel L. Because he is just an injury-prone person, and 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 I now you're tired s- of these Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> the Eagles are—they're not coming. The Eagles are not but coming. The fact is,
0: no matter what, at the end of the year, I—you I, could even look at this in Chip Chip Kelly's perspective. You'd be like, a. Hey, I like this quarterback, see what he does, but B, guess what, this is his last year of contract, I get rid of a big chunk of money that you'd use on free agency, and he'd get his guy.
1: But he but he already, he spent $42 million for DeMarco Murray, that was, it was the number one sought after running back, this free agency. He spent that money, and then he thought he could revive uh, uh, Bradford's career, and now he has Mark Sanchez starting over him. I mean, the only person on that team left is is who? Jordan Matthews? They got Jordan Matthews as your number one guy on offense because God knows their uh, their their. Uh, you got Sproles, not right? No, they have. Uh, who's the other guy? They got it's
0: Sproles and uh, no, it's
1: Sproles and Matthews. Sproles is a guy. Yeah, Sproles is the only guy on that team doing anything. I mean, they have they they don't. There's pay- been
0: fla- Of course, there's flashes of what the offense could be, but it's just. Not panning out on Sam Bradford is probably the reason why. And
1: talk about tanking from the off season, Because when they pulled up in the car, it was a nice green Lambeau. And now it's looking like a 50-60 a uh, This a, is an 81 span.
0: Honda. How <laughs> dare you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they can't even get anything rolling on that offense or defense. I mean, yes, you see flesh. But, I mean, consistency throughout games to win games. I mean, they just got blown out at home by famous Jameis. And and I, I mean, I, listen. I liked I like where Jameis Winston is going in his career. I think he's a, g- a good quarterback. But five touchdown passes,
0: damn, five. Touch Well, I don't know was passes, but they have... Fun. But he's still a rookie. A rookie should not be throwing five touchdown passes. Well, he broke him. Mariota in the first
1: week, who had four. So now the rookies are going back-to-back. Back. Who's going to have the better career? And now it looks like James... You know, that team's been revived. You were talking about uh, them for a second. Doug Martin, contract year. He's been lighting it up, and I called it in fantasy, la- in the fantasy season. I picked him up in every league. He's been doing great, and not only that... You can use him as a trade piece or fantasy. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I got some good players from. But I'm just saying, Doug Martin in a revival year. I mean, he's got Mike Evans over there. Uh, you know, he, he's got a uh, uh, Vincent Jackson too. I believe is on that. Yeah, Vincent right? Jackson's still there. And yeah. uh, you know what I mean? They they still they can still play. And I don't. Be- and
0: he had uh Austin Jenkins at tight end who just came back from injury a couple weeks ago. Still now being a reliable piece to uh Jameis Winston.
1: I mean, it looks like it looks like Bubba- their
0: offense is set. They're off the set for the next few years.
1: Yeah, and and they're just going to keep building to it. Tennessee has a—
0: It's really now it's more—they need more—maybe pass protection help.
1: Pass protection, always could use pass protection. And a defense. (laughs) And, and, yeah, there you go. I mean, that's the only thing that's holding them back at this point. I think James can keep him in games. I mean, Tennessee has got more problems with like two and whatever, and they're not doing so well, but they can build around him. I'm not, I'm not cons- concerned about that. And I'll talk about another young quarterback real quick, Derek Carr. I mean, he's faulted a little bit the last week, but Derek Carr has been lighting it up too. I mean, look at what happens when you he's get
0: good numbers. I mean,
1: He's got good numbers, and you, you sur- start surrounding him with some players, and, and, it, and he starts working out for you. I mean, he, they got years to be good. But you can, you see it, though. You see it in each team. Even though Tennessee's not doing well, you see the future coming. And whether it comes in three years or whether it comes in five, it's it's still coming. Everybody wants to win now. But I'd am i be very content if I was a Tampa Bay fan or a Tennessee fan or obviously an Oakland but fan. But you know
0: what? This is now like the time in the NFL where people are very impatient. And quarterbacks, if they don't win within their first two seasons, they're out. I mean, I mean, look at your, I mean, you can look at your own chats with Geno Smith is the same, almost the same. Yeah, but situation. Geno
1: Smith is different. I mean, if he kept it close, if he kept it closer to interest. I mean, if he. He's... I mean,
0: no, no. I'm. You know, I'm just saying. I'm not really saying that. Oh, Geno Smith should have another chance. I'm just saying. Uh, this is short lease. I'm just putting it as the example.
1: Yeah, no, I, 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 agree with you, but I think recently though, if you look at it, there's like a there's a short lease on quarterbacks that come in who, uh, are, have a lot of um, how how would we put this? They have a lot of. Advert
0: potential?
1: Well no. Well, not potential, but kind of like it's mixed feelings about whether throwing them in, and then when they have that, they'll have the short leash and pull them out. Um, but when you like Blake Bortles, right? Blake Bortles is doing good now, and that's good for him. Well, I mean, so it's it's what's his second season, second season. Yeah, but if he if he did terrible this season, that third, this the ne- team is doing bad. but well, he's, he's doing not doing personally. Bad. He's doing good. Yeah, exactly. But I'm saying like if if he couldn't lead the team to wins in like the next season, and he was doing terrible, that might be a short leash on him. They might bench for a little bit and bring him back. But you know, Geno Smith, you know, one touchdown to two interception ratio, pretty much. I mean, it was like eighteen and thirty two or something. It's crazy. Uh, you got a short lease, but I'm actually really excited about the young quarterback talent. I mean, apparently, you know, if you look at college football, I and mean, you're the college guy, I don't really see somebody standing out that says I can make that transition into the NFL. Yeah,
0: not, 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 not in this upcoming draft. I don't, I don't see it at all. I mean, in an old remember, com- remember Brown's tank for Cardell. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> look how that would work out for them now. Yeah, He's-
0: now Cardell's benched. Well, I mean, <laughs> but maybe the offense doesn't fit him. It's not a pro style, but. We'll I digress.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, it's it's going to be. Uh, they're going to have to start finding some guys. At least they. At least quarterbacks know. At least this next let's, year. Let's
0: talk about our favorite young gun quarterback, party animal. Oh,
1: <laughs> break out the Tom Perignon! It is Yanni. We're going
0: to do Silent J. Yanni Manzel getting benched during his bye week for getting caught on TMZ partying in a Texas bar. Yeah, he wasn't. What was, is it? What is it more on for for the? Is it on Johnny Manziel for doing, going on a bye week and partying? It wasn't any drugs. It was just him partying at a bar. Is, it is it, is it? is it the fact that the Browns the, the them, uh, what? Is it the Browns benching him? What is do you the mean? Problem or is the fact that he did that? Is that the problem?
1: Well, here's the thing. I, my take on this, my two cents here, is that. Uh, they I mean he went to the, he went to the rehab facility right yeah for mul- multiple things we, we don 't know if it 's uh we don 't know if it was for cocaine cocaine and probably alcohol as well, and like kind of reshaping his life now, I think when they brought him back they had they are like you can 't party you can 't do anything you should be out of the media you go straight home we 're not telling you not to have a life if you 're going to do something, you do it in the confines of your home within close friends, not out and uh, I think it 's fair to say that because of the 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 ups and downs he had last year plus this is a quarterback. This isn't this isn't a tight end. This isn't a linebacker. Uh this is the guy that people look at. Supposed to lead your franchise.
0: Yes, he, I know.
1: He's he's the guy that shouldn't even think about putting a beer to his lips until he is, you know, he, he takes one beer for every fifteen hours he's in the, the 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 locker room or study room or whatever the hell they 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 watch the tape uh the tape room. Um you know, I I would I if I was a Browns fan, I wouldn't want him on a team. Uh, you know, this guy was drafted with the sense of he's going to come in and lead my franchise. Are you kidding me? The guy can't even get a control over his, uh, his, his his life. I mean, I'm not saying this is just him going out is not ruining his life, but if they told him, which they did, which is why they benched him, they told him he can't do this, and he went ahead and did it. You know, you can't you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to try and chance it, and hopefully no one takes a video of it. No, it doesn't work out like that, and obviously we see it like that. So and, and then also the thing with his girlfriend, I mean, I think his girlfriend was a little crazy saying, like, he wanted to kill her or something like that, uh, came out with that, that whole debacle. I think it was just an argument in the car, which got out of control, uh, and she was probably wasted, and he wasn't. But at the same time, you you got to find a way to stay out of the picture. I mean, even if you're – and we hear about LeBron all the time, but have you heard anything about his, like, outside life, really? I, I don't you know. Get-
0: he, well, LeBron – LeBron is one of those cases like a Derek Jeter where you just don't hear anything.
1: And Derek Jeter did it. There's no reason no one else can do it. And Derek Jeter did it in the biggest spotlight. Cleveland is not a big spotlight. That's true. And he's, I know the nation is out to get him. But Anisha was out to get Jeter for how long because of how many girls he was bringing to every game. They, <laughs> dating a new superstar every time, and you didn't hear anything from them. You didn't hear anything from him. Okay,
0: but he's settling down now with Hannah Davis. Oh well. Good luck yeah. to <laughs>
1: <laughs> but at the same time, though, it can be done. It's been proven. And I would, I would, I, I wouldn't even just bench. I would drop him. Let it be somebody else's problem. And you know what? In five years, if it pans out for somebody else, it pans out for somebody else. But you know what? I didn't waste my overall first round pick. They traded up to get him. Uh, you know, they had to pick before that, and so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cry my eyes over it if I lost the twenty third draft pick because trust me, there have been busts in the top five, and that's a lot worse than getting a twenty third in the or twenty second in the first no, round. I,
0: I agree fully, but I don't know. I think maybe it was a little you know, taken out taken out a little too much. But I understand where you're coming from.
1: So you think he should still be starting?
0: Well, I mean Cleveland is just a sob story. It's just a dumpster fire. If, if anything, <laughs> there's just n- nothing positive coming out. I mean, he's shown he has shown flashes where it looks like, oh, maybe this guy can be my quarterback. But then it's like, because what's Luke McCown going to do for you right now? Uh, and, and who's the backup? Of? No, they
1: have they brought they put back in uh, what's
0: his face? Austin Davis.
1: No, they put in uh, the the uh, the original quarterback, Josh McCown. Luke McCown. Josh McCown.
0: It's Josh or Luke?
1: It's Josh McCown. It's some McCown. There's a Luke McCown, too, but it's Josh McCown. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another backup quarterback.
0: Uh, yeah, you're right. It is Josh McCown. Sorry, the, the Luke McCown commercial has been getting to me. What if he only had a chance? <laughs>
1: I think the only argument you can make for Cleveland to put him in is to see what you got for the rest of the season. But honestly, I wouldn't even want yeah, to ride. It,
0: let it ride, because he's the third option now. He's the third quarterback. I, I Case Keenum has jumped him in the depth chart. No, it's not Case Keenum over there. No, so. I mean, no not Case Keenum. Uh, Austin Davis Austin Davis yes
1: No but I'm just saying though like why would you even if you ride this out and he becomes a superstar would you really want that attitude in the locker room it's going to cause so much trouble he's going to he's a headache it's like one of those classic examples he's not even good yet it's a classic example of would you rather have talent or and and a headache or none of it whatsoever, and it's not going to be just a headache for them. This will blow up in their faces in the future if this kid can't
0: settle down. And he's a young kid; he's younger than both of us. He's twenty-two years old. I know. With the millions of dollars,
1: millions of dollars in endorsement deals, but guess what? All that's going to disappear over the next year or two if he can't settle down his act. And I honestly don't even think he deserves the right to be on an NFL team right now. He's got to fix himself because obviously it's not working, whatever he's doing. And he's he's partying like he's frat boy. And this is this is a man sport. It's filled with twenty-seven to thirty-five year old men. Who, who are doing this to feed their families. This kid's just using it to get a beer. Go out and party with hot girls. This is what he wants to do. This is his mindset. And I, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I'm not going to make the case for or against it. I'm just saying, that's what he wants. And um, I just don't, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it one bit. And if he was on the Jets, I'd be calling for his head. I would be trade him for whatever you can get. And they can't even really get anything from him. Who's going to give something up? Who needs a quarterback right now that they're going to give something up?
0: Uh, not not many. I mean, there's teams that are right now playing with their quarterback position, but I don't know who's going to take the chance. I mean, I, no, think, I think Cleveland should just take their chance right now.
1: Uh, and then it's not going to happen. They're they're riding. They're going to ride uh, McCown out for the rest of the year. I think, and it's just you, you can't make this stuff up, man. Like you really can't. He does it to himself, and that's his own problem. But let us reverse right here to the Jets and the Giants this weekend. Wait, Jets, Giants, the Giants, Giants on- were on bye week. so yep. guess what giant fan we didn't lose you didn't lose the jets did all right Oof. i gotta jump into this um it's not it's not listen okay i know in the last couple games fitzpatrick's had to the Texans. steve to the Texans. i realize fitzpatrick has thrown a couple of interceptions however how many drop balls were there in clutch situations that Brandon Marshall had. I saw Decker have one. I mean, you can't drop those balls that are put perfectly into you, and he was still not being inaccurate. I mean, some of these throws were really, really good. It's not him, man. It's not Fitzpatrick. It's the offensive line got destroyed, by the way, which I've been saying since day one. The offensive line. I don't listen. Austin Howard sucks, absolutely sucks. Mick Mangold got hurt in the second quarter. We had our backup center in, and then we still have, and it looked like uh, Ferguson was getting beat. Now that scares me because he's old. You know how many? How many? I mean, if he's getting beat right now, I mean, again, he was going against Jadavian Clowney, so I don't really fault him for that. But I mean, still, you're getting beat that badly. Jadavian
0: Clowney, the guy who said everyone said he was going to be a bust after because he didn't play for his season. Just want uh, to put that out there. Well,
1: he's not a bust. He, I don't think he was going to be. I don't a, think he's a bust. He's not a bust. He's, he's
0: showing. He's showing signs.
1: He can be a good player. He's going to be a good player. Give him some time to straighten everything out, and especially on that line right now.
0: And, with, uh, I mean, I'm sorry because I, I'm pretty much going to be the opposition of this. What is uh? Do the Texans now have a quarterback? TJ Yates has done some some good things what, for them so far. Uh, TJ Yates has been
1: around the league for how long now? Uh, I mean, he's not he's old. Been, he's been around for, what, no, like maybe f- uh, three, four years. Yeah, he's been around. I mean.
0: North Carolina, Tar Heel Nation.
1: Brian Hoyer is more is better than tj yates in my opinion and so was ryan mallett but ryan mallett could But
0: i mean tj yates has had more success in the texas franchise than both those guys
1: so i mean you got to
0: ride tj yeah he, out ha- of he has a
1: playoff win if you're gonna win with tj yates you gotta win with tj yates. but however they're not making a playoffs this year they're not doing anything no,
0: i mean i know but i'm just saying so texas have
1: revived themselves though. i mean they back-to-back weeks you beat Bengals and you go be going and beat the jets i mean good for them
0: Two potential playoff teams
1: yeah, well i think Bengals are definitely going to be a lock in there. Jets are I mean AFC is still like up in the air, but however, losing uh this game to Houston is pretty much going to seal the deal for the Buffalo Bills to grab that. It's them theirs to lose.
0: Well, uh, I mean they lost to the Patriots, so you know what, they're still, you know, it's Jets. still in there. It's, it's still neck and neck.
1: It might come down to a late game divisional uh, you know, late divisional game. That's when it Ooh, might grew up
0: in Buffalo.
1: Yeah, not going to be, you know, and that's going to be very tough for the Jets to come out and win. Listen, I I'm not calling for any changes. The problem is our defense got hurt. Our our defense is old, and we knew this going into it. This is going to be a problem, and we get lit up over the middle, which happened all game last game. Darrell Revis got burned worse than in, ever in his career. Uh, we're obviously seeing he's not as good as he once was. I mean, I. But
0: I'd still have him than most of the corners in the league. I oh mean, yeah, of I mean, I'm not gonna burn every now and then. I mean, every Jet fan is expecting shut down, shut down, shut down no. every every play. I mean, come on, gotta give a guy a break sometimes.
1: Well, I give him, I'll give him the B O T D on that one. But I'm, I'm gonna, but I've seen Revis. Over the past – even the Patriots, he was letting up uh, plays here and there. Whereas, like, when he first came to the Jets, he wasn't letting up anything. And now it looks like he can get uh, – some people can get a step on him, and that's going to be a problem. Now it, now it might not be, like you, – if your quarterback can throw a perfect ball, if I was Aaron Rodgers, I would have no problem throwing Revis aside at this point. If you can throw a perfect ball, which was that – which was a perfect throw that Yates had. I mean, you can't you – can't, I mean, that was a beautiful ball to Hopkins, perfectly placed. If you can throw a deep, long ball, Revis – can get burned. It's it's the double move He that, is mortal. Yeah, and and I don't like Cromarty. I mean, we've been through this survivor. Uh and we've had a hurt secondary too and in, and in this game we also didn't have Sheldon Richardson. Um I, I forgot from what. I don't even know. I don't even care. He's yeah, uh, it's a headache. <laughs> oh, he's a headache too. Trade him? Uh, I wouldn't trade. Well, actually, we have contract years coming up. It was either gonna trade him or Mo Wilk. I might have. to I mean, because
0: they're not gonna be able to keep both. I'm saying trade. Keep Mo Wilk.
1: Yeah, you keep Mo and you trade Shell I mean, we got Leonard Williams now. There Mo Big Wilk Cat. is
0: my f- probably one of my favorite Jets. Oh, he's At awesome. At least defensive Jet.
1: Oh, he's a great guy too. You never have a problem off the field. He's always doing his his funny stuff, like he does like cooking stuff with people. He's a nice guy. Always open to the media. Always speaks his mind in like a, a professional manner. Uh, I like him, and I, I think he's the you know he's the anchor for our defense. Not Terrell Revis anymore; it's Mo Wilk, and uh, we got to see where that goes. But that was a tough week. Uh, we saw Buffalo and in New England last night. The, the officials looked like they went to a uh, I don't know a meth clinic because that was the worst officiating I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. And I've seen some pretty bad ones. Remember the safety touchdown? Oh, oh the touchdown.
0: Interception, yeah, touchdown, wanna, interception, yeah, whatever it was that, called. Yeah, I Seahawks, mean, Green Bay. I remember that. <laughs> I remember watching that game, and being like, and, "What?"
1: Just yeah, exa- exactly. I mean, I, we've seen some bad stuff. I mean, this has been, and they, they released a couple stats. You could see the refs now, like some of them, like are more bound to call something. Uh, than uh, another ref like someone's gonna call uh, offensive holding more than another like this has got to be straight yeah, out a,
0: that's ref that's referee fantasy league there, <laughs> it, there are some out there that is that i'm not lying about there's that a referee fantasy league yes this is an umpire one for baseball it's hysterical wait hold on there's an
1: uh, you're telling me there's a there's a referee uh, <laughs> fantasy league yes. oh my god i am drafting the joe tory look-alike ref in the nfl Ed Hock, <laughs> baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! No god. averages
0: me 15 points a game? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's hilarious! Oh my god! Uh, we're gonna put that on a pun nation when you find that. That is literally the funniest thing I've heard all week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, but let's um, get back. To
1: yeah, that. we gotta get back to that. Um, well, it was really bad, but Patriots were able to pull one out. Uh,
0: You'd say undefeated.
1: Undefeated. Uh, so uh, w-
0: let's go to the other undefeated team. You know the team that I have been drinking the Kool-Aid for a while. But
1: you know what's happening this week for the, that team. Lowe's Panthers are now the underdog going into Dallas.
0: Yes. That's disrespectful, that man. That is disrespectful. And you know what? I think this is going to fire up the Panthers. Because you know me. I love my killer Cam.
1: That's so disrespectful. Dude. That
0: That really is. For for what? Because what are they nine? Because Tony, Tony, they're what nine and zero.
1: Nine and zero, maybe ten and zero. I think they're nine and zero.
0: And just because Tony Romo is back, they and Tony and just because and they have a run game. Their defense a little is bit of a terrible, though. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's, That's going to be the, it. Th- Cam Newton his wife. Cam Newton will find a way to win this, and they're gonna. There's my lock. If we're doing our little, little uh, uh, yeah. bets at
1: the end, there's my lock. I'm putting my life savings on that game because it. it they're getting like three three points. They're getting plus three points. They're not going to implode. They're not. Cam Newton's not one of those guys who's going to implode because he could beat you with his feet. He might have a bad arm day, but he'll start running on you. And then when he starts running on you, he's going to get juiced, and then and he's going to start throwing over the top. You know is
0: you really see like a team, like uh, the Patriots are the Patriots, and you know, you know, it's really cool. But you really see a team out there. Oh yeah, man. And when you see the little things, like uh, what was it? They were doing like a, a punt, you know, that punt safety, whatever, to waste time, whatever, to win the game. Yeah. And you see Mike Tolbert holding <laughs> a guy for like 10 seconds, just just bang, block, 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 until, till this, until the punter actually went out of bounds for the safety or whatever to, you know, close the game yep. up. And I'm like, those are the little things. Those are just the little things as a team. And he also vultures touchdown. Yeah, I was going to say the, the the
1: the vulture <laughs> incumbent. Um, no, I mean, listen, they're going to go into Dallas. I think they're going to beat them up. I don't care if Tony Romo and Des Bryant are back. Uh, McFadden. I
0: don't care about that offensive line. Uh, like Darren McFadden is not running for over eighty yards.
1: No, I, I don't see that at all. I don't care what that offense. He's going to be under is.
0: eighty yards. Going to probably get seventeen carries, maybe seventy-three yards.
1: I I would I like that number. I'll take that. I'll take that exact I mean, Thomas number. Thomas Davis
0: and Luke Kuechly. I mean, they're just. I just. just gonna, I, they
1: bam. they really. I mean, I just. I, I understand. Norman
0: is going to shut down Des Bryant. They think so. I, I don't know Speaking why. Speaking of which, do you believe the uh, Josh Norman is the next Darrell Revis? Ah, uh,
1: what is his first year? Right, right now, and yeah. he's playing playing lights out. Se- second, I think. Oh, second second year. year, second year. No, he's been playing lights out. I I've been I've been. Hearing, I haven't seen so much highlight tape from him because he's
0: Carolina. The, yeah. Carolina does not get enough press.
1: Not only that, though, but nobody also throws I know, his I lane. mean,
0: Cam Newton gets <laughs> his press, but the whole the, the team whole team doesn't. No. doesn't.
1: You get to see some Ron Rivera here and there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, <Naughty>. I. wanted. <laughs> I want to say uh, uh, I've seen some of his numbers. I can't really speak on it that much. I wish I was a little bit more knowledgeable. That's. Uh, I. I it, no one's going to be like there's going to be guys who can just play in any system. Um, Revis is a special guy cuz you can do whatever you want him to do, all right? So I like I mean,
0: he wasn't particularly good in the the, the, the uh the Tampa system.
1: Well, he was also rehabbing from his uh I, I mean that is or, true
0: too, but uh, there was a lot of zone he had to play there. Well, whatever. He's the But one, Bill Belichick asked him to play, man, cuz Bill Bill Belichick knows the strength of his players. Well, yeah, he's a man-to-man
1: guy, but I'm saying he can play everywhere and be top level still in zone. He could play top level. Uh, I just you know he's the best. No, at man. but
0: I think he's like a Sherman where you kind of have to just be in man coverage.
1: Well, Sherman's also. I mean, we had the product of his system. I I mean, this year I haven't really looked at his numbers. Uh, I haven't yeah, heard. Still much. decent. But I mean,
0: decent. But you don't th- see anybody really burning him or anything.
1: No, I mean, they're still top in the league. I, can Josh Norman? Is Josh Norman a top five guy in the league right now? Probably. I mean, you don't have but that definitely. money.
0: It's probably like it's probably like. I still would probably put Revis up there. Norman, uh. Patrick Peterson, Patrick Peterson definitely, Richard Sherman, you'd probably Richard put Sherman, up there, yeah, of course.
1: Uh, I mean, and there's there's a couple guys. I mean, it's I, I think he's got potential.
0: You got Antonio Cromartie. <laughs> yeah, no, not Antonio.
1: Antonio Cromartie, get his ass off the list and go feed his 20 children. I'm sick of him on the team. I'm trading him for whatever I can get. God, I hate that guy. All right, anyways. Uh, <laughs> No, Josh Norman could be uh, is probably top five, maybe top three. We'll see, and he's playing like it too, so that's great. I mean, that's great for them. They need to do that. But uh, if you were betting on this weekend, um, I, I'm going to put I'm putting I'm putting my money on Panthers. Uh, I'm putting a, a I, lot I, of money I, I on And you know, Panthers. I put my money
0: on them every week. <laughs> <laughs> They're
1: not going to let you down I this weekend. Like,
0: there's just like I, I knew something about the team, even with the loss. I mean. Of- and-
1: also, think of the fact, the fact that, that Benjamin, Mc, but you know, McFadden, although he has not been injured this season, is an injury prone running back from the past. And the fact that Tony Romo, he was just one hit out for breaking another clavicle, and then you bring back, uh, what is it, Brandon Whedon now was their backup quarterback? Oh, no, no, they got rid of Matt Brandon. Castle. Matt Castle's now their, brand, uh, their backup quarterback. I mean, come on, man. Like, this is just, just dumb. ridiculous. <laughs> um, is there anything else you want to talk about in the league?
0: I think I think we pretty much covered everything I wanted to talk
1: about for NFL. I'm trying to think anything else, but big we uh, we, we, we kind of went through everything. I think we're I'm, I'm pretty satisfied um, that. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, uh, let's see uh, nothing
0: else. Well, who the Giants playing next week? Uh, who are they playing? Next <laughs> week? That's a good question. <laughs>
1: gotta, I don't know who the Jets are playing this week. I got to look at it right now as well. Uh, they I don't think the Jets. Oh, the Jets are playing Miami next week. That's, that's right. A, that's
0: a big game right there. Miami's
1: coming to them. Um and this could this will be the deciding factor if it's the same old Jets. Uh they might lose this game. They and if they they do, they they just just give up like that's it. And they might go 6 and 10 then. My initial prediction. was I nine. know.
0: I was actually thinking about that when they lost again. The it's, the like, right? it's, <laughs> it's the same old
1: right? It's the coolest. If they go seven and nine, come on, you know I'm right there. Everybody's saying what nine and seven and ten and six. But you know, if,
0: me, me, and me and Paulie will still get at you for uh, it.
1: Get out me for being correct. <laughs> Incorrect.
0: No, Dude, uh, I but, mean,
1: listen. They got a game against Patriots. Loss right there. They got the a game at the Bills. That's seventy five percent for sure. That's going to be a loss. Uh, and then you got that's two games right there. So what are they? Five and five right now. That's five and seven. And uh, and when you go from five to seven, I, I mean you can't uh, you can't make this up. So I want to talk about real quick here, uh, the Jets and their history of losing. The Jets' history of losing is all around us. I mean you got two AFC Championship back to back losses. And then after that it goes downhill in that Rex Ryan era. We've had the hope. When we had when we drafted Chad Pennington, we had the hope. When we got Vinny Testaverde, we had the hope. When we had Bill Parcells, and as a coordinator, we had uh, Bill Belichick. I mean, none of this seems to be panning out, and and I'm not going to drink the Kool Aid. They can go. You know, they can go uh, you know, they can go six and zero the first six games of the season. I'm just not drinking it until I see some some effort. And you know what? It's not effort, it's it's really the veteran players. They get hurt, they get tired. We're an old team on defense, getting back to that. And and I I don't have a problem with Fitzpatrick at all. I have a problem with the offensive line and and the middle linebacker in core right now, and Kermarty. That's it. That's all I have a problem with. There's there's just three things and that's there's three simple things. Devin Smith as a second round draft pick needs to pan out. And he's not doing anything. I mean, he had broken ribs in camp, so he didn't really get that much time. But he hasn't done anything. He's dropped a couple balls already. Uh, I mean, he won one good play last game. But other than that, I mean, I haven't seen him at anything. He's a go-root guy. He hasn't mastered the, the, the root tree. And that was one of the biggest things coming out of college. He was our go-root guy. We don't even have that. He's not burning people. If you're a go-root guy, you burn people. You're a fast, tall guy. He's not burning anybody. So that's another thing. But let's Oh, let's all jump right, off okay, the okay, jets all right.
0: here. All right, a little off the jets, and we'll go uh, across the pond. Across Steve the pon- stadium, <laughs> across <of> the <laughs> pond, <laughs> to the other side of the stadium with the New York Giants. And now the Giants have a very important game this week against the Washington Redskins, which either make the team sink or swim. Because if the Redskins win, the Giants are tied for first place.
1: Yeah. Wait. but do they are they already played the Redskins? Right, they yes, beat them. Yes, yes. So they still have the the divisional advantage. They,
0: I mean, they'll still, but it, it's still a tie. It's still five and six, and being five and six is just not good. Tied for a
1: division leader, five and six is pretty good.
0: Yeah, it's it's special. I I'd all take I right? <laughs> take
1: that as a Jets fan. <laughs> yeah,
0: picture are Never going to be five and six, <laughs> and maybe for another ten years.
1: Wait, wait, whenever Tom Brady retires, but no. Uh, I mean, uh, this is going to be a toss-up. I, and, I still think... John- but
0: you know what? What I really like about this, it's after a Giants bye week, and if you see Tom Coughlin with the Giants after a bye week... You no. Know- I don't have the exact number. I'll, I'll check the tape on it, but it is, <laughs> I don't, I don't it is astounding.
1: I think I think you'll beat the. I know the Reds They should beat them. The Redskins uh, last week was bad, but the week before that it was very good, and they, they seem to be getting it together. Uh, Kirk Cousins looks like he's coming into his own finally. I actually like Kirk Cousins, and it looks like he's starting to rebound a little bit. I, I'm taking still the Giants in this game, and you guys play him close. It's like one of those things, man. You play the Patriots, you only lose by one point. You you guys end up showing. It's a
0: little weird for guess what? We one week we're worst defense in the NFL. Well, then we put up a show against the Patriots and it, now people are like all right, maybe we uh we talked a little too soon. Now people are getting a little healthier. It's
1: you keep games close and you guys show up. And that's the whole thing. The Jets don't have that gene in them for big games. They don't show up like the Giants do, because the Giants but can be I the- guess
0: that has to do with coaching. You know, Todd Bull's still in his rookie year of coaching. You still and Tom Coughlin is one of those guys who just knows how to light a fire up someone's ass.
1: <laughs> it's true, and 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 it's true. It's
0: happened for years. And it's and the Giants player said after the Patriot game, they're like, you know what? We could look at this game as that we just played with the top team in the league, and maybe we can do that with any other team. We can play against any other team.
1: Uh, and it, 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 listen, it wasn't a Patriots off day. The Giants doing that well It was just a Giants showing up and playing. So we'll see what they can do this week. I, I'm am putting. I, I think the Giants will cover. Uh, and I think they'll win the game. I think it should be a close cover. It should be like three and a half points, something like three points for I I guess they're probably gonna be they're home, right? Oh no, they're away. They're away, yeah. They're in one. So it might be uh it might be a very close, might be like a two and a half point spread. I'm still getting good Giants gonna win by a touchdown. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna call that one. I, I like the Giants. I hope it's worse. <laughs> well, yeah, well I, it's a divisional wanna, rival, wanna, you want to kill them. I want uh, three touchdown yeah.
0: win.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go with Giants though. I still think Giants pull this out. Um, yes. so let's uh let's take a quick uh quick uh, drop from nfl they're not quick yeah, we,
0: we, we talked enough <laughs> we talked
1: about, we're not gonna give you our picks for thanksgiving enjoy your thanksgiving enjoy the football going on in thanksgiving it's gonna be a great thursday uh and then it's gonna be a good sunday after uh, we got the extended weekend so again family friends turkey beer beer and football on thursday and, better. <laughs> <laughs> and now let's uh let's switch this up let's go to
0: the end H.L. That said, let's drop some turkey.
1: (laughs) They're carving up some ice. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, all right. So the New York Rangers are just, you know, one of the best teams in the NHL. Took
0: one loss, what, last Thursday and have turned it into two wins.
1: I mean, if you're going to talk about the Islander, uh, the Tampa Bay owning the Rangers real quick, the Montreal Canadiens own the Islanders, by the way. Oh, yes. <laughs> they're 3 and 0 this month alone. And they had a back-to-back uh where they played where they played home and away and they beat them 4-2 in like 5-3 or something like that. I mean, the Rangers uh, the Islanders are scoring goals, good for them, but I mean, uh the Montreal Canadiens look like they have their number. Wouldn't it be funny if we started I mean, they can't do it cuz they're not in the same division, but it would be awesome back in the day if Montreal would play Islanders and then Rangers play Tampa Bay and see which one really is, you know, who owns who. Right. <laughs> it could be New York is going to the golf course pretty early that year. But, yes, the Rangers bounce back from a bad Tampa Bay loss who didn't have anybody on their team. That scheme is just too good for the Rangers right now, and it really upsets me because it's such a good but it team.
0: Really, uh,
1: I'm putting the, it on Vigneault. did
0: come after a lucky bounce.
1: I, it did, but I'm putting the game on Vigneault because it, it, it just seems like they never strategize against Tampa Bay. Well, Unless- they
0: should. They really need to get do more you know, side-to-side passes against they ben have to Bishops, because he can't, he can't go side to side his lateral movement yeah, is so small, delayed yeah. it's, it's it's too awful
1: he's too tall and here's another problem with that too is that um you know uh, they, I I I blame it on Vignol, but at the same time I I think about it as a coach we're 9 and 0 and we're on a roll don't yeah, fix what you, ain't broken. Yeah, that, kind that, of mentality. That, that probably
0: was going into it. That's definitely like, menta-
1: but But is a great coach going to have that mentality is the question. We've heard that all the time growing but you up.
0: you know, maybe the next time he plays them, he's like, all right, maybe we do have to switch it up against them.
1: Well, they're going to because they're not going to be on another nine-game streak before they get to them. And if they do get to them, they'll, they'll be either on a bigger streak or a no streak at all. You know what I mean? They have to the game plan against every single team. I'm not saying they didn't game plan, but there's got to be one little thing that we can do to to to, to take take them down. Um and they have the Rangers' number. They have the number right now. And, I, and I'm not afraid of them because I think they won't even get to the Rangers in the playoffs. I
0: don't uh, even know if they'll make the
1: playoffs. And then we don't know if they'll make the playoffs. And then at the same time, you know, I I just – we've reversed them how many more times this year? I mean, a couple more times. I'm not really that concerned about it. Yeah. Um, and you know what? You can still be the best team in the NHL and still lose to a, a certain team a certain amount of times. I mean, it happens all the time. Yeah. Um, but you know what I mean, like so. The Rangers, though, very well. Nash has resurged himself after coming back from the Florida Panthers, which was a heartbreaking game for Getting me. A
0: hat trick Saturday night, impressive. I mean,
1: I'm not heart heartbreaking. It was like heart palpitations because I had money on that game and they <laughs> had to take it into overtime. But Nasty is back. Uh, I'm listen, and now people are coming out of the woodworks and they're like. Rick Nash has been playing great hockey this whole time. He just hasn't. We got Rick Nash to score, people, and he's a streaky scorer. And he got a point last night against Nashville. So now he's got four goals in two games, which is great. So he's going to skyrocket to the top again. But what happens mid-season or the end of the the end of the season when he disappears again? I, I mean, this guy needs to get hot at the right times. Getting hot in the playoffs. No, he needs to get hot now because his numbers are abysmal right now. Yeah. Um. So this is really helping him out. But, I mean, you can't ride into the playoffs on Lundqvist alone. And, by the way, Lundqvist is...
0: Pissed. P- I, 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 is he, like... He's calling out his defenseman right now. And, Steve, I think he... Uh, I believe we've talked about this before, about... Uh, playing
1: better when he's in net versus and I, uh, backup. Uh, and
0: Paul, Paul might have had a point.
1: I, I think it is true. The, the amount of crazy saves I see him make a game, it's, there's a highlight reel just in the first, you know, 15, 20 games of this season where he would make... He'd be the first-round draft pick... And getting millions upon millions of dollars if you just made a tape like that and put him in the league, the way this guy is playing, he's out of his mind. He's playing the best hockey he's ever played in
0: his life. Yeah, if They made a uh, Center top ten saves. You'd see him for at least eight of them.
1: Eight of them, at least. Yeah. No. I mean, the 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 stuff that he's been doing. I mean, the uh, the uh, the shootout. Uh, I mean, not a shootout. They had a uh, they had a uh, a penalty shot. The other day, and it was four-four. They let up two goals in a minute, and then they got, and then Florida got a uh, a penalty shot, and he made a bro-door save. He went down on his side and kicked up the leg and caught it. It was insane. It was like this guy is out of his mind. He's he's
0: he's on a mission because he's because he said before the season, this is year for the Cup. This is the Rangers' year, but and the, he truly believes it.
1: He's but I, and I believe he does. But here's the problem: does anybody else? Nobody else is playing like he's playing except for Zuccarello right now. It, oh, it, Zooks. I mean, like, but think about it. You need everybody with that mentality that every game is another step towards a cup. It can't be, oh, we can lose a game because it's an 82-game season. No, I want to win every single game. And right now, they're doing great. Don't get me wrong. I mean, they're winning as many as you can. Uh, but you got to. I mean, come on, man. You can't. Like, Lundquist is playing out of his mind. Zookerrell is playing out of his mind.
0: Well, The first line is now playing well the past few games. Uh, I'm not too And the third line still consistent. Well, they switched
1: up the line, so now it's not uh, Stolberg, Hayes, and uh, and Lindbergh anymore. Hayes is now on the second line with Kreider and Stepan.
0: Which uh, I think is probably needed.
1: Uh, I, I mean, I, it's, uh, listen, Kreider is playing great, but Kreider is playing more like an enforcer than a, a puck handler, and he is good at both, but we need goals. You know what I mean? We're not in that, enfor- as we had the thing, we're not in the enforcer era anymore. He doesn't need to play like that. Get back to get it grinding.
0: No, I think that he. Should- I think someone needs to play like it because we need to stop being
1: Yeah, but we you we, know,
0: we didn't sign little, little fairies of the NHL where people are like, "Oh, we can just pick and poke at the Rangers, nothing's going to happen."
1: Yeah, but you can't No, I mean, that's true, but I mean, Zuccarello's is going to get in a fight with somebody and he's like 2 feet tall. I mean, we have guys who have uh, but I'm saying that he needs to grind it out a little bit more in front of the net. Um I I, I think our defense I think he will. Well, he uh, as it goes on, he's going to have to, he's going to have to pick up his slack. Um, and then we our defensemen. Um, I mean, I don't know what it is. I mean, the shots that are just coming in on Longquist are great shots, which means they're playing awful defense. This, they need to close up the outside and just make them shoot in the middle. I mean, and then the transition hockey is awful. I've seen so many times that they had two on ones, two on os, and I saw one the, uh, even in the Florida game. He had a two on o, and he broke it up. Longquist like he's playing out of his mind, and it's it's not fair to him. Like it's, I mean. It's really not, and I'd be so pissed if I was him. I mean, obviously happy that I'm winning, but he has to go home every night knowing that he's the reason they win every single game. It's Mm -hmm. ridiculous.
0: Well, I think I think this should be a chip on McDonough's shoulder. He's the captain of the team, the uh, first line defenseman, and he's not doing nothing. He's not doing anything. He's not
1: shooting. He needs to shoot. He's he can shoot. I understand. Getting yeah,
0: yes, he he can shoot, but you know what? He's supposed to be one of those guys where you put you you call his name, you put him on a you put him on the star player, and he's supposed to shut him down. I'm not seeing that. I haven't
1: seen it yet either, and uh, that's that's concerning. When the playoffs come, I don't know if he's playing hurt. I don't know if he is just in a mental funk. Uh, but he needs to pick up his stuff. I, I, I know we're complaining as we have like literally the best team in the NHL, but there's always room for improvement on any team, and and these little cracks and dinks right now, uh, it's it, it, like because we've been through it twice right now. We're so close to Stanley Cup or in the Stanley Cup. Uh, those little cracks will will will, will you know become levies. You know, uh, levies will break when the, when the playoffs come around. It's gonna be game set match. You I mean you got to be able to to. Shore everything up. Minimize your weaknesses when you go into the playoffs. I mean, it's very early in the season, and when the All-Star break comes, we're going to see the top, some of the top teams not even make the playoffs. Some of the top teams fall in their playoff ranking. We're going to see teams who weren't even in the playoffs now shoot up and rise and possibly win the Cup. I mean, putting a bet right now on who's going to win the Stanley Cup is literally like, I, I, I don't even know. It's a, I, don't even, I can't even give you an analogy of extreme odds. You know what I mean? Like It's just impossible to do it no matter how well Dallas is doing right now no matter how well Montreal New York are doing right now even Nashville's on a little bit of a slump right now they went three game losing streak and they're not scoring but you know that's a team that could pick it up at any I mean Dallas I'm sorry uh right no no I'm sorry Nashville Nashville's a three game losing streak but they're a team that can pick it up and then put put things together and Pekka mm-hmm. Renee's not having a good but I mean you got to like you got to sit there and just wonder you know who's going to come up and it's so fun to watch you know uh I'm going you know I'm going to Detroit
0: Right on. Yes. You know, that's a, hey, Everybody, newsflash, I was going to Detroit. I'm going
1: to Detroit to watch two Detroit Red Wing games, and I'm very excited for, I mean, many reasons, going to the Joe Louis Arena, but the, my biggest excitement, actually, you'd be shocked, is to see one player. Who, who do you think it would be? If I was uh, to say one player on the Detroit Red Wings.
0: I'm going to either say Nyquist or Datsuk.
1: Nyquist or Datsuk. And you'd be wrong on both. The most pers- the person I want to see the most right now, surprisingly, Dylan Larkin, oh,
0: playing yeah, Larkin, like Larkin. rookie of
1: the year. Mm-hmm. He's got eight goals. He's tied for the lead in in rookies. He's right up there for dude. The kid can dazzle. Uh, I mean, it, it's insane to watch some of these players play. And you got to see some of these these younger guys, these rookies coming up. Uh, Jack Eichel's doing very well on Sabers right now. It'd be great if if uh, Connor McDavid was still in the mix. Yeah, I was about to say.
0: How about Connor? Oh, <laughs> I know.
1: But I mean, it's. I think hockey is so great because you can kind of like supplement some of the talent. I mean, there's always great new talent coming in from places you had no idea where it was coming from. I mean, look at Zuccarello when the Rangers got him. Do you really he think it was be good? He was right.
0: a, a no one from Nor- from Norway, and now he's a sensation.
1: Uh, exactly. And look when they got, uh, look at the Islanders when they got. What's the goalie's name? Halak. I mean, they knew they were getting a good goalie, but when he's playing, he's playing very well. You know what I mean? Like some of these guys. I know
0: Paul complains about him a lot, but
1: well, he's a self hating fan.
0: <laughs> Self-destructive. <laughs>
1: uh, well, a lot of us are. We live in New York. I mean, come on. <laughs> we got Knicks, Mets, Jets, <laughs> Islanders. Um,
0: uh, I don't have those problems. Oh, well, you don't
1: have those problems. I have those problems. Uh well, but... for
0: Ni- except for Knicks,
1: except for well, the Knicks have huge problems. <laughs> well, not this year, but we'll get into that. But <laughs> you know, was really cool. Um, they. I was reading a couple stats today about like what they should do to bring up back goaling. Uh bring up goal scoring. And uh, it, it was a really great article. Oh, t- uh, uh, yes. Uh, it
0: was the one that you sent me, right?
1: No, I sent you the one um, with John about, about- Bouchergross. Well, that was a different article. That was a really good one. There's a John Bouchergross article on ESPN that talks about what to do to make scoring come back. And he talked about two different things. And he gave very good points. That they used to score a lot back in the day. This other article I read today was talking about the actual stats on it. This article John Bouchergross was talking about decreasing the pad size, increasing the size of the, of the net, whatever we have to do to get it to go... To, the goals to score now when you think about it goalies are a lot bigger than they were in, a, in the past yeah and now i thought he was gonna come out and say uh, like a foot and it's only a couple inches he was saying one two inches you increase it i think that's fair because you're gonna th- what they want to do for the the marketing standpoint of we talk about nhl marketing so they got to yes. get the superstar players to get 80 90 goals a year and you can do that by increasing this i mean think about the times it hits a crossbar you're gonna be having seven five games however you're going to have superstars stand out. You're going to have that Sidney Crosby, Patrick Kane, uh, you know, uh, uh, Jamie Benn, uh, Alex Ovechkin really like stepping up and showing that they're the best ever. And that's great because we need Peyton Mannings of the league. You know what I mean? Uh, we, t- we talked about this a little bit on the last podcast that you
0: weren't on. Yeah, sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, the article I read today was very cool. In the 80s, it used to be at like 7.7 goals a game. And now it's always been decreasing. I mean, they've had a little blips coming back up and whatnot. But ever since the the, the 2005 lockout, uh, they I don't I believe since 2005, they haven't gone over six goals a game. They're now averaging five point I two six goals a game or five point three goals a game in total. Not not total five point three goals a game. And they were averaging seven point seven six in like the 80s. I mean, think about that. That's a huge difference.
0: It is. It's a different sport, man. It is, but uh, I mean, I'm going to be on the side of the fan that I don't want that. I don't want more scoring. I mean, you would appreciate the score. I I guess I'm I'm more of a person that, just like the NFL, I love defense. I love when people don't score. I love when people get stuffed and shut out. (laughs) It's you know what's funny. I I guess I'm an old soul. I don't
1: know. I wouldn't. Well, you wouldn't be an old soul because hockey. They've always been scoring. This is the new souls. This is the this. But they've been always trying to for like the last 25 years to get goal scoring back I, I I appreciate your argument because I agree with you I, it's a chess match it's but
0: I guess if you're trying to get that new wave of people who can't watch an actual battle that but, but that doesn't involve scoring
1: well i mean that's the problem I mean think look the, at
0: the new age of these these millennials. Uh,
1: well, I mean, think about it though. Soccer's not popular here because there's not many goals in soccer. Every, I mean, you have your superstars, but how many how many superstars can people name out of Ronaldo and, and Messi? Uh, nobody. I don't think anybody knows anybody unless you're a huge soccer fan, and it's a problem. Hockey. That's held. It's a niche sport. And uh, we need to find a way in America to... to... People don't like soccer because it's not from America. Uh, Well, uh, well, hockey's not from America
0: either. It's from Canada. It's from North America, Uh, Steve. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Same
1: continent. Oh, well, if you were going to say that, Mexico's got a huge in soccer. Come on.
0: Yeah, but they didn't make it. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, hockey... Yes, I'm going to be that guy (laughs) right now. I don't know. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) No, it's all right. So you don't want, you know, so you're not for, I mean, but they're going to do one of two things. They're either going to, because Corey Schneider is now the, 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 the pretty much ambassador for the NHL for goalie equipment, and they're, they're talking about reducing it. So you're definitely against reducing the, the equipment.
0: You know, I guess, I mean, yes and no. No, because I love watch, I go, I love watching goalies make saves. I like, I like defensive hockey. I like seeing shutouts. I like, I like all that stuff, but if it's going to help the sport I love grow, where I can like go out on a given night when I want to watch a ranger game, and I could just see a bunch of people just rooting for the rangers instead of just me sitting there alone being, <laughs> woo! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Crying. <laughs> I could just see that now. Oh, man. No, I... We love goals as a country. So we we're going We and, love the score. But here's my problem. Um in again in that Sunday game, Rangers Lundquist got hurt. He uh he took a shot and the puck went literally right into his hip right above the uh right above the right pad. And uh there's pad there. And he got hurt. Uh uh so why I mean when we look at things like that, the, I mean they are kind of freakish things. Unfortunately all the freakish things happened to Lundquist, but but I mean reducing we, we got to reduce it to the point where it's not gonna affect the the health of the goalie yes and then Luquis has big pads too I mean he's got I don't see many goalies with the uh if you if you look at most goalies they have the the top buckled on it's like right on the thigh it's like kind of strapped down the top Lundqvist has like like they're not attached there's like a there's like a four inch gap between his leg and the pad and it almost looks like a little bit of an advantage it's like uh It's like uh, like a psychological thing, and they look bigger, and they they might be bigger. I don't know. I don't even know. I mean, I'm just thinking about. I don't really see too many goalies with it. Um, so that
0: that goalie pads have to be standard.
1: They no, they're standard goalie pads, but there's they're like the padding, but the actual like you'll see it when now now I brought it up. You will actually see it. Go out and watch goalie. The top. The last part of that pad is literally tied down underneath the, the – the, over the glute through the hammy. Uh, and for, for Rangers, uh, for Lundqvist, it is like that, but there's still like a pad that it just, it just pops out. Mm-hmm. You'll see it. Uh, you'll, you'll look at it. If anybody looks at that, you'll, you'll notice that. Like Just look at the top right on the thigh, and it stands up. And it's interesting because uh, it almost like when he gets down, it shields like more of his stomach. Because the other pads are flat when he get down. When he when he goes down, the the, the spikes kind of stick up a little bit. I I don't know. I'll show. You. We'll no, put a...
0: I I know what you're talking about. I thought. I guess I never actually looked at any other goalies really that hard, so I thought it was just a, a regular thing.
1: Uh, it was something I've always noticed. It's, it's it's annoyed me a little bit too because I I didn't know. I don't know if it's like cheating almost. Like I I don't know
0: what. I it... think someone would have said something. If it was cheating. Don't give any Islander fan. Uh,
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> Not gonna give them uh any uh. Ammo.
0: You've already done it, Steve. Uh, Damage uh, done. Uh, Delete this.
1: I have to. <laughs> <laughs> this hour didn't happen. It did not. <laughs> or at ha- least these past what
0: two minutes didn't happen.
1: <laughs> I'm not editing this out. I had to play <laughs> both sides of the coin here. But since we have like nine or eight minutes left, uh, do you want to talk about anything else? Is there anything else you want to? I mean, we have the Knicks in, in hockey. No, but yes, I'd, of course, I'd love to talk about the Knicks. Your, your zinger. Poor Ooh, Zingus. Zinger. <laughs> Zinger for Poor Zingus. Uh wow. I mean we talked we talked a little bit about it last time but this kid is just He's incredible.
0: I mean I know people are like now we're going to overhype him oh, no he, he's right now he's not overrated. He's not underrated. He is rated fine. He's doing well taking the booze, turning them to cheers because he is a hardworking and just and selfless player. Do you think he's going to be rookie of the year this year? Uh, he's making a case for it right now. What do you think he can do better? Um, what he could do better? Um, I think his uh, post-up game needs work. His it's- offensive post-up game does need some work. His defense could, I think, will end up going a time because you it uh, you see that he's a he's a gritty defender. He's not. How, uh, how do I put this? He's not a, he's not a great uh, it's it's almost like he's not, he's not he's not a great defensive player but it's there. You see the effort, you see It's a knowledgeable. Him.
1: It's more like a experienced defender.
0: Yes, he's uh, not yeah, he's not a seasoned defender. He's but you see that he's trying to play defense and that's that's fantastic. Knicks haven't had someone that's played defense in a long time.
1: Yeah, and and look at uh, Jarrett... well, I
0: mean, but, but this whole team has ha has does have defensive players on it, and I think that's uh, again, I think I, I put this on the podcast a while ago that uh, part of uh, Phil Jackson's teams that they were always good defensive teams.
1: Oh yeah, they 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 had to bust their butt gig to get back, and you know, Derek Fisher's not doing a bad job either. What are they eight and six right now? Uh, they lost last night eight and seven, I think now um you know but I liked how that demeanor was and it's like, still
0: it's still a young team that doesn't have like doesn't they don't wow you but they'll outwork you
1: yeah and I love what Melo said too he came back yesterday and he's like this is something we'll just take to the tape take to the room and learn from it I mean these guys gotta and that's you, they have to learn from it because they, they they haven't learned you know what I mean they're young I mean a lot of them are older but I mean Jerry and Grant and Porzingis have, you know they gotta learn they got they're young guys uh and I'm not I'm not upset about it and I, I think it's Going to be very exciting this year. I got to go out to my first NBA game sometime.
0: (laughs) Uh, Let me know. Me and the captain are trying to go Uh, soon.
1: Yes, we got to go to a Knicks game. That's something we definitely have to do. We will figure that out. Um, So, in essence of the podcast, wrapping it up a little bit. We got a little bit of time, but so we have two divisional games for NFL: uh, Jets at home at my uh, with Miami, Giants away at Washington on Sunday, which are both going to be awesome games. Um, Rangers have an awesome awesome game tomorrow night they are home against Mon- montreal's coming in mm. and that is gonna be a game to watch now of course if you were a betting man all right now i yeah, yeah. be at the bar watching but if you were a betting man for this game and i'm not gonna talk i'm not gonna talk about win or losing i think rangers have the advantage at home but do you think this game goes over or under five and a
0: half goals so it's either under it's a it's going to be exactly a 3-2 game. You
1: think it's going to be a 3-2 game?
0: I don't think we don't get that half a goal.
1: But I think, I just think, I don't know. I like, listen, I know Lundquist is the man. But he also Lundquist up... versus
0: Carey Price. Yeah, I, but... Two of the, actually, the two best goalies in the league. So you you would go under 5.5. Under, yeah. But even
1: with all the scoring power, I mean, Rangers let up four goals to to Florida again. I know they didn't let up nothing against Nashville last night, but... So four You know, goals I, to think, team.
0: I think when it comes to a team like when Montreal comes into your building, you step it up.
1: It's also got to be, I mean, they got a little, little bit of fire under them as well because yeah. they're versing, you know, a team.
0: And I'm sure Hank had some words to say in the locker room. I mean. <sighs> At I, least I'd hope.
1: I, he should. I mean, an AV's got to be prepared for this game because I think they were preparing for him uh, when Montreal was versing Tampa Bay last year in the, in the, in the semifinals. Uh, no, the, uh, the quarterfinals. Divisionals. Whatever yes. they're calling them. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I, should. this should have been the matchup last year. This was the predicted matchup for everybody last year in the conference finals. Montreal Rangers, two original six teams at it. It's going to be hell to pay o- on earth. Hell will freeze over on Wednesday night. <laughs> Literally. Literally. <laughs> and I might go to that game too, so uh, you can see. I the, hope so, Steve. I hope so. The drunkest guy in the room all the way up top. <laughs> Not wearing a Ranger shirt. I'm gonna wear my. I'm gonna wear an Edmonton shirt.
0: <laughs> Maybe I'll. Uh, well, what time do you go to work tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Why? I'll drop off your Hayes. Jersey. Oh, you gotta drop off the Hayes jersey. Oh no. Oh, uh, it did, did come in.
1: <laughs> uh, that's right. It did. I go to work too early for you to get there in time. I go to work very early. When do you go to work? Uh, I gotta be in by six. Oh, you go to work earlier than I do. But I'm out of my house at six fifty. So everybody can go now and and find us on our work (laughs) schedule, get autographs.
0: (laughs) You leave yesterday? Okay, I'll talk to you after the podcast. Uh, uh, I I got a little distracted. I might
1: have the Kevin Hayes jersey tomorrow night, but look for me in Detroit. (laughs) 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 That's going to be fun. Well, you won't get the games. You don't get the games, damn it. No one in New York will be able to see me in Detroit. You'll see it on the entourage page. But don't
0: worry. He'll make a fool of himself somehow that gets on <laughs> TV. <laughs> I'll
1: wear the Edmonton shirt on Friday
0: night. Oh. oh, no, I can't do that. Not in the No, gym. no, don't get beat up, Steve.
1: <laughs> oh, also, one more thing about the NHL coming out. Uh, the um, the, the uh, worth, the net worth of the teams came out. Did You saw that, right? yes
0: yeah I saw I saw it yeah.
1: um Rangers are now tied
0: another billion dollar team
1: one point one billion dollars and uh, one point three billion and then one point one billion dollars is both montreal and and Toronto, which I'm not surprised at at all, which
0: is you know what's really funny is I remember it was maybe about maybe ten ten years ago or something like that where they were talking about the Yankees being a billion dollar franchise, yeah, and now hockey teams are above a billion. <laughs> I think it's just inflation, honestly. If you look at it, yeah, uh, and actually, it's just funny to me because you're like, oh, well, the, the Yankees are the Yankees. Yeah, well, And other Rangers. Are, I mean, well, of course, New York market. Of well, it's course. The New York A market. A lot of them is,
1: and plus, we're like probably some of the biggest hockey fans out there. Besides, you know, Chicago, you know, Toronto, Montreal, we're right up there, and we also have the most money out of all those states right now for you know, with the economic, you know, city. But um, you know it's kind of funny too to look at that, and there were teams that went even got worse last year. Six teams or nine teams went down from how much they're worth, and you look at it like Florida's obviously at the bottom. I think they're like in the hundred million. They might be at two. I saw a team at two thirteen, but I think they're lower than that. I think they're one thirty. They're worth a hundred. If you get two hundred million dollars, you could literally buy the Florida Panthers. I would ship them out of the country, but I would. (laughs) You know what I mean? You could have you know that I'll much
0: I'll bring them back up to Canada. Yeah, bring about bank there.
1: Yeah, there you go. But the, here's the other problem is they're, they're talking about opening up two more teams. You can't open up two more teams when you're when you're it's so you have a 100 million dollar team and a 1.3 billion dollar team. I mean, come on, there's too much of a gap there. Get everybody up. New Jersey Devils and New York Islanders are tied at 330 million dollars a piece. Now, that's surprising. I figured the Devils would be worth more than the Islanders, but it looks like I guess the Rangers took a lot of the New Jersey market and the Islander yeah. market. I mean, together that it's not—it's almost two billion. The
0: Brooklyn market,
1: yeah, the Brooklyn market, which is non-existent. Uh,
0: <laughs> the hipsters don't even know what hockey is. It's surprising because they're like, "Well, football's mainstream." <laughs> <laughs> You'd think they'd
1: jump on the islander bandwagon, but no that that hasn't happened. But it's been an interesting thing to look at. And I'm glad the Rangers are up there, but now. Now that they see those stats, yeah, it's time to bring one home, boys. You can't be worth this much money and then keep losing. Uh, this is the, this. little could-
0: worried with that Islander number actually. What the three thirty? Yeah, I that it doesn't sound right to me. I think it would. I think it's higher than it should be because think about it. I, mean, I think it should be at least five hundred.
1: It should be five hundred, but I did think. But I, I think. But that, you know what? I think about it though. They they just, can't
0: have. They they gotta get their numbers up.
1: And they, it hockey has to get their numbers before, up
0: before they end up moving again. Because you know what, I hope that Brooklyn doesn't make that thing where they would go, where we, sh- where they're we're planning to ship to what Kansas, uh, Kansas City, or uh, Saskatoon,
1: Sus- or they, I mean, they'd be worse over there. They'd be a hundred million dollar franchise over there. They wouldn't.
0: I don't know. Kansas City loves their sports teams. Well, we'll see that the, area. They just love whatever sports team they, comes in. But they didn't think they look at. I mean, look at Oklahoma City.
1: Yeah, but they didn't even. But Kansas didn't, and Oklahoma they haven't even uh, 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 to put in for a bid for a hockey team. It's lost. Well, Los- they
0: they did when the Islanders are on the block. Yeah, but now, but
1: now people can start up a whole new team. And Las Vegas has the bid in. Portland has the bid in. Uh, uh, one of the other provinces in Canada has a uh, has a bid in. I think they were are going for two,
0: two. Ah, uh, Quebec, Quebec, I Quebec was the was the Quebec other. Quebec is trying so hard to get the Nordiques back.
1: They need to get a team over there. I mean, that's ridiculous. So that they don't have a team. Over. They have more they, money. They
0: had their team and became the Avalanche.
1: Yeah, but they need to get another team back. Move the Florida Blue Panthers
0: up to Quebec, and you'd see that. Or no, move, move Arizona up there.
1: Yeah, you can use that. But Arizona's doing really well now. It has to be hard to move a team that's doing. And yeah, plus, but they're, they figured they're it
0: out. doing well, but not getting attendance. Well, they they're fi- not
1: making money. But they figured out their whole stadium thing. And the whole thing was that 20-year lease, and they just figured it out this offseason. So I think they're stuck there for at least another 20 years, at least another 10 before they even try to break it. That whole city came together to break, stay, keep them there.
0: I'm pretty sure Quebec will pay that money. <laughs> Quebec? Seriously, they would pay that. They're like, uh, like, what's your lease buyout <laughs> I mean... Oh, it's your least buyout,
1: yeah. We'll give you the uh, Canadian fake Monopoly money (laughs) that's with children playing hockey on it. (laughs) That's some good money. (laughs) But anyways, we're out of time here. Uh, Let's wrap this up. Uh, I'm going to say, while I sign off, you can follow us at PunNation, P-U-N-N-4-T-I-O-N. We had a little bit of a relaxed podcast here. Uh, Find us on Facebook or on Twitter. At Pun Nation, you can follow our stream stream on iTunes. We're getting our website uh, fixed up a little bit. It's been like kind of the same for the last week or two. We've heard what you guys are saying. We didn't, we actually didn't realize it. That's really bad on our part. It was coming up differently on our end from what you guys see. So we're gonna fix that. Um, and from me to you guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a happy, wonderful, and most importantly, safe Thanksgiving Thanksgiving weekend. Um, enjoy your sports because it's gonna be a good one. It's going to nice, nice sit and relax
0: yes <laughs> <laughs> indubitably indubitably <laughs> <laughs> all right folks again and then and from i know steve said but I'll, krub will say it as well <laughs> 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 yeah be thankful for because you know this because in this country and because this is a sports podcast i'm gonna we'll keep it with that in this country we get to go out we get to enjoy our time with our family we get to watch sports together we're a country that cares about our sports and stuff like that no other not many countries of course there's some countries that do but we're we have so many options of it we have that freedom we have that and i think we should always just be thankful for these these little things that we have something that can bring us together bring our friends families together even if it's opposing team and you just watch it with someone but you know what it's we have that and you know what I'm thankful for that. Hear, here. <laughs> and uh, anything else you got, Steve? No, you can take us out, Crow. All right, we're going to hit Plymouth Rock. And you know what, folks? We're <laughs> out of time. <laughs> we thank you for listening. This is Pun Nation, making the world suck a little less. One show at a time. Peace. <laughs>